I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. With Boyd Matheson. We're very pleased to have joining us on the program today, Kelly Hull, uh, who is the founder and CEO of Hugalongs, a leading children's toy and book company that encourages daily exercise and well-being for preschoolers uh, in conjunction with a host of other things that she's doing. And uh, this is one of those stories that is unexpected. Uh, it was unexpected for me. I was actually at a football game when I learned about Hugalongs. Uh, and it was such a great story that I thought, oh, we've got to get Kelly on this show because she epitomizes so many things in terms of a pursuit of excellence, pursuing a passion, uh, focusing on connecting with our kids, being active, uh, and just making something happen, making a difference in the world. And uh, Kelly, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much. That was a great intro. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get it, before we get into the product, which is amazing, by the way, we got ours in the mail, and uh, it's such an amazing thing. But I want to go through your backstory uh, because the the question of the day <laughs> uh, for all of our listeners is going to be. How does someone go from graduating from John Hopkins, uh, completing studies at Oxford, getting a master's from Columbia uh, in organizational psychology, uh, really focusing on leadership, uh, a a JD from the University of Pennsylvania Law School, uh, working in a (laughs) a big law firm, and now you're leading a toy and book company? There there has to be a story there. Oh, my goodness. uh, I sound very impressive. But uh, no, it's the... uh, At the end of the day, um, I just loved school, honestly. Um, I love researching. I love really diving into the meat of things. And when, as a a lawyer and such, I I really found that uh, well-being and trying to get out and just being active every day really helped my mental outlook. Mm -hmm. And so I was a competitive dressage rider as a young child. So I've always loved horses. And so when I had my young children, I, um, I looked down. I was pregnant with my younger child and I had my older child with me and I was like, you know what, I, you know, walking every day has been so great for my mental health and to get me going and kind of push me through all of my achievements. And I wanted to kind of pass that on to the younger generation, but I was like, oh my gosh, how do I get my older daughter to come out walking with me (laughs) while pregnant? And uh, if you try to argue or try to talk a toddler into trying to do anything, um, <laughs> they just won't do it. <laughs> so and usually they will do I, the opposite, just for the record. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come walking with me. No, Mom, I'm going to sit over here. I'm going to go, you know, eat blue or something. So um, I was like, you know what? I had every single horse toy known to man. And so I remembered how much I loved my old hobby horse mm. and with the stick on it. And so I was like, great, you know... Um, Um, I can get my daughter to gallop next to me. 
and she will just love to walk her pony every day. And so, um, of course, I got one, and she tripped over the stick immediately and couldn't even get out the door. Uh, I think one time she even tried to pick it up and hit me with it. So um, that was fun. So I decided, you know what, I'm not, you know, there's setbacks, um, but I'm, I still am I'm passionate about this. I'm going to make this happen. And so I popped the head off of it and created a makeshift kind of belt and just strapped it to her belly and was like, all right, you're coming riding with me. Uh, and so she grabbed the reins and we took off and we, you know, walked our pony every morning and people would just, you know, just stop us in our tracks and are just like, oh my gosh, where did you get this amazing, cute, like hobby horse that is just, it's so familiar, but then again, it's this different reinvention. Yeah. And that was kind of the passion part of it and something that um, I just, I kind of really loved just from my schooling and such. It was just kind of like, wow, this is a new way of looking at something old, but really inventing it in something for today's kids. But it just kind of developed in there. It became a pregnancy project mm. that I had. And I was a lawyer at the time. And it kind of took over into this creative passion project. I mean, I literally, after people constantly were like, I need one of these. I was like, okay, so let me go home and Google how to get a kid's toy manufactured. And I took all my schooling to just deep dive into just researching how do I do this. And thankfully these days, um, you know, creating a website and trying to find manufacturers and connecting with the world mm. uh, is so much easier. I couldn't even imagine trying to do this 10 years ago. I mean, I, my hat goes out to anyone who built anything, you know, 10, 15 years ago. I mean, I couldn't even imagine. But today, I mean, you really, you've got the world at your fingertips just through the internet. Yeah. And there are products out there. There's people willing to help. I just have a ton of support. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. I love that. I love that. And, and I can see your your leadership psychology and a lot of the uh, things that you did pick up along the way uh, being applied as you go through that process and build out this company. Uh, you have this extraordinary product uh, that is, the best way I can describe it is it's part plush toy, part hobby horse without the stick, <laughs> uh, and just a great way to get kids engaged and, and active. I love the active part of that uh, is so important. And, and as you look at your vision for your company, uh, I know you've got this 
component to it. And I know you're looking at other things in terms of toys and books and all of those things that just encourage that daily exercise and activity that we know makes such a difference for mental health and, and well-being uh, for everybody, not just the kids. I think it does wonders for the kid, uh, for the parents and, and even for the grandparents. Oh, completely. I mean, there's been so many studies that have come out that just say, like, you know, daily movement. It doesn't even have to be exercise. I feel like some people are like, oh, I've got to go and run every day and I've got to lift weights. And honestly, five minutes of just walking along, you know, around the neighborhood or anything um, really does just so much for your mental health. I mean, uh, research has shown so much that it relieves stress, anxiety. And now there's been a lot of studies that say it's decreases depression Uh, in young kids uh, if you get them started in the habit of just moving regularly uh, it will actually decrease the rate of depression when they are teenagers yeah we all know being teenage you know the teenagers are hard enough like (laughs) uh, you know anything we can do to help our kids throughout the teenage years I would just it's just going to be very 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 helpful for their mental health so I mean I feel like we all just say you know you can help your mental health through your physical health, um, and which is just, it's an easy thing. You just go out and walk. Anybody can walk. So good. So, so give me just a, a quick snapshot of the, of the name. How did we get to to hugalongs? It just popped in my head. I was like, it's this belt. It's this thing that's around the child. And what is it that it's doing? It's hugging the child. Mm. It's giving them that hug, that security, that comfort to go out and explore the world on their own. I mean, I know with uh, my daughter, she always had a lovey or something with her. And what was the first thing that she did when she would drop it and we would lose it. And I would be on Amazon or something buying, you know, the next one, the next one, the next one. And so, you know, actually attaching something to a child with that hug for mm, security yeah. um, really was special to me. And then it was kind of that hug that you take along with you. So it's that active, it's, you know, you're not just sitting there and cuddling, which is amazing, you know, together, but you're actually out on the go. You're yeah. doing your chores, you're out and about, and you're having that connection but while you're going out. Uh, um, so that's why it's hug along. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, this is a great story. It's a great entrepreneurial story. We love the entrepreneurial stories on the show. And it's a great product, a uh, great way to engage with your children or your grandchildren. Uh, such an, uh, an amazing thing, such an important thing for us in our society, especially as we try to help our kids see that they don't have to be looking at a screen 24-7. This is a great way to engage because it's not just the the active physical part of it. It's also the imagination of where you can ride uh, off into the sunset with, which uh, uh, which I just love as well. So the website is Hugalongs, uh, so hugalongsplural.com, uh, so H-U-G-A-L-O-N-G-S.com. And uh, I know that uh, you've got a little special for our listeners today. If they uh, go there to the website, uh, 20% discount, you can just put in Get Moving 23 and I think a lot of us should just take that for our mantra for next year. Get moving 23 uh, is the discount code there. And uh, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. This is a, a great story, a great product. We always talk on this show every day. You got to see something that inspires, say something that uplifts and do something that makes a difference. Uh, and you're doing all of those. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you. Such an important conversation there, and we need to remember that the uh, the habits that children establish before age nine usually don't change for the rest of their lives. So part of what I love about this story, this hug-along story, is if our children are going to have some habits ingrained in them that they're not likely to change over the rest of their lives, let's make sure we put some good ones in there, uh, including being active. 
uh, and having active body, active imagination. Uh, so let's make sure that uh, as we do movement, as we go on walks, uh, as we have that kind of engagement, let's make sure we're engaging their minds as well. Of course, reading is another one of those that is absolutely vital, uh, that if children can get that habit early on, it will keep them curious. Uh, it will help them advance more rapidly in school. It will help them when they go out into the workforce uh, because we all have to be lifelong learners. And that means we've got to stay curious and we have to stay active. Mind, body, and spirit. Uh, Hugalongs is a great way to do that. All right, that wraps up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We are standing by. President Joe Biden is expected to deliver his Christmas address to the nation. Coming up, we'll go to that live when he begins. You're listening to KSL News Radio Inside Sources. I'm Boyd Matheson. Stick around. Hour number two is coming up. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.